Hello, everyone. Welcome to this new episode of our podcast. I am that woman, the business story. I'm so excited to be introducing you to this um, trailblazer firebrand of a woman named Noma. But before that, I would love to really thank you so much for every everything that you've been doing. You've been sharing this link to many people. The podcast is really growing and we um, we are birthing so many entrepreneurs. We're also sharing how our stories, our interviews are helping them. So tune in again and keep on supporting us um sharing the link and also just commenting you know it just gives us the spare to go on so noma welcome to our podcast i am that woman and please just tell us all about yourself before i start gushing and you know dishing everything to the people welcome noma Hello, Sympathy. Thank you so much for the warm welcome. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. So, about myself. My name is Numa Guguliona Baluke Lunga. I've got three names and Lunga is my surname. I love my names. I love them because of the meanings. And each and every day, I live looking forward to the complete manifestation of the meaning of my names in my life. Um, Gugu means mother of wealth, mother of treasures, mother of precious. Leona means lioness. And Baluke, I inherited it from my father's family line. So because my names have got meanings, I am so in love with them and I'm so grateful to my parents for giving me those names. So I'm a 24-year-old aircraft maintenance engineer by profession and passion. I'm a humanitarian by purpose and I'm a hustler by choice. I'm also the only girl in a family of three. I've got two brothers and both of them, they are in the automotive engineering industry. So it's a family of engineers. About my dreams. So my main dream was summarized by Beyonce in her song, I Was Here. I aspire to leave my footprints on the sands of time, knowing that I meant something in somebody's life. Knowing there was something that I left behind, making this world just a little better because I was here. The other dream, which is so which is so strong in me is my career aspiration to be a pilot. I have always aspired to be a pilot even well before I joined the aviation industry as an engineer. And one day I will get there sooner or later, hey? So I'm not so pressured to achieve the dream as it can only drain me because of the challenges associated with the journey and the main challenge that a lot of people face out there is the financial demand. So I decided to embrace my small steps till I make it and I'm actually already grateful that I'm in the industry already. I already have the exposure.
this is a blessing that I don't take for granted. And you also asked about my drive in life. What drives me? So my main drive in life is my fear to die full. God has given us talents. God has blessed us with capabilities and capacity. And one of the main reasons that he has blessed us with these is to be able to serve others. So each and every day, I do my best to serve humanity with all that God has blessed me with. So that when I leave this world, I live with an empty cup, knowing that I gave my all. Wow, this is very, very interesting. And well done, well done on everything that you're doing, Nama. I know you are really encouraging people and other ladies to really follow in your footsteps. You know, for others, it's the lack of exposure. Noma, you mentioned that growing up, you visited the airport and then that changed the course of your life. I understand you wanted to be a doctor before, but visiting the airport really, really changed the course of your life. How has been that journey? Can you share with all of us? Oh, yes, it did. It really changed the course of my life. So initially, I wanted to be a doctor. Even when I visited the airport, when we were sending off my cousin, I got attracted to the aviation industry, but it didn't replace my desire to be in the medical field. So I then took aviation industry as a second option. You know, exposure in any child's life is very important. It gets to help the child to shape his or her decisions in accordance with what he or she knows through the exposure. And I'm happy because I got the privilege to take a glance at aviation before I ventured into it. I wanted to be a doctor, but I, I didn't venture into the industry because my mom got sick and it was a roller coaster moment in my life. Wrong diagnosis, wrong treatment. It, it got worse and worse and worse. And all credit to God for keeping me alive and bringing the turnaround that she needed. Because it was a mess, it was hectic, and then I just hated doctors. I just didn't like the whole medical field. It was like, ah, no, those people are not fair. You know, like they go to school for seven years just for them to come and give a wrong diagnosis and a wrong treatment. I, I really hated them. It took me some time, you know, to to heal even even when my mom was fine i was still bitter so it took me some time but that's when i made the decision that no i'm not gonna be part of this not that every doctor is bad it was just that one bad experience with probably one doctor but it really it really impacted my life greatly in a negative way that time, but you know, all things work for good. Here I am, I'm happy, I'm satisfied with where I am. So sometimes God uses these situations to 
to redirect us. So then my second option became my first option. And I started school at Zimbabwe in 2014 as an apprentice. So this journey has been so challenging, but very fun. Thing is, what doesn't challenge me really excites me. My dream in this industry was and is to be a pilot. I really haven't managed to work on that because of the financial demand as I stated earlier, but I'm grateful that I found the opportunity to at least get intimate with aircraft as a maintenance engineer, which is far much better than not being in the industry at all. And I'm so grateful to God that I never failed a subject at school. It was tough, it was challenging, but no matter how difficult, uh, I made it. You know, our pass mark was 70% throughout on each and every module. It was not easy, you know, getting a 69% and you're told that you failed. It was not easy, but I thank God that I, I made it through. I never had a rewrite. You know, aviation is the branch of engineering that is least forgiving of mistakes. So my training wouldn't have been easy. Uh, special credit to Air Zimbabwe for nurturing me into the qualified aircraft maintenance engineer that I am today. All I am or can be in my career life, I really owe it to Air Zimbabwe. Mm, that's really powerful and oh yeah that's quite an interesting journey there and I understand you love empowering the girl child um what has been your success in this area oh yes I'm so deeply in love with girl child empowerment and my first target was menstrual health and hygiene management uh so personally I have suffered from extreme period pain. They call it dysmenorrhea. And from my exposure with gynecologists as I was looking for treatment, I then realized that I was suffering out of ignorance. God says that my people perish because of lack of knowledge, and I have seen this. So then it haunted me to then check if I was the only one suffering or we were many and after my survey i realized that a lot of girls are suffering quietly so i went for a menstrual health and hygiene training and now i'm a certified menstrual health and hygiene education facilitator so since then i've been speaking to girls at various occasions and you can tell from their testimonies that lack of knowledge really robs us of our joy. So then I've been specializing on raising this awareness to girls and women. And I've also done quite a number of paid up campaigns. And the goal has been to fight period poverty for the less privileged. I have also involved myself in advocacy for the government to subsidize on sanitary way. You know, in Zimbabwe, the way sanitary products are priced is just ridiculous. And now, a lot of girls are the, 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 the ways they are using to get through their periods. It's actually a risk to their health. Some even use cow dung 
I, I don't even want to think about it. So let me let me move away from this. So all for the girl child. Recently, I started an inspiration move by the name Leo Spiration. Leo from my name, Leona, inspiration from inspiration. So what I do basically is offering a platform for inspiration from anyone for anyone. So I'm more like a bridge between those who aspire and those who inspire. And my first event was on the 10th of October last month. I hosted a live event on my Facebook profile for the girl child in, in line with the International Day of the Girl Child theme, which was My Voice, Our Equal Future. So I had various guest speakers, all women, and they were touching various, you know, aspects of life that affect the girl child. So they then presented about those areas and yeah, we, we had quite a good number on the audience. Like, I think we had 24 viewers, which was something that I wasn't really expecting. Because that was my first Facebook Live. <laughs> so I had told myself that even if I get one person, at least one person, that would be enough. But I was shocked to see the numbers increasing. So I'm looking forward to more and more events, like for, for girl child empowerment. That's some insight right there, Noma. Anyway, you seem like a well-driven young lady. Have you ever been edged? <laughs> like having other people not listen to you because you're a young achiever. Can you share that? <laughs> uh, I have been edged a lot since I was in grade one. Uh, I, started, I started grade one on the opening day of the third term, the first and second term I was not there. I was at my uncle's place in Blawai. So when I came back to Harare, my dad then decided to send me to school. And I remember the first day that everyone laughed at me. They were like, where, where does she think she's going? She's so young, she's so tiny. What is she expecting to achieve? But I had confidence in myself and I was at peace because even my parents, they were so confident that I was going to make it because repeating grade one was not an option. I was supposed to cross over to grade two after that only third term experience. So we actually wrote exams and I was number 12. I was so happy. I remember I cried. It, it's something that... I was hoping for, but I was not fully expecting, you know. So then I moved on to grade three. And since then, I earned some respect. But still, you know, being the youngest in, in class. And this also happened in high school. I was the youngest in class from form one to upper six. But I thank God for supernatural intelligence. I, I never really struggled in my studies. Even at my tertiary level experience, 
at East Zimbabwe is an, is an apprentice, I was the youngest. And a lot of times I was age shamed. Age. You, you know, being in a, um, you know, being in an industry that has been predominated by, by men, that alone was an issue. Being the youngest, another issue. It, it was, it was never so easy, you know. Sometimes you come up with an idea or a solution to a defect. You know, when people are listening to you, already they have that look that, oh, well, there she goes. She's a woman and she's young, you know. But I thank God that above all, I have managed to sail through to where I am today. And I know that I'm going to experience this till the day that I leave this earth. Because it looks like in every association that I am, I'm the youngest. So already I'm used to it. I'm not really offended. I've learned to live with it. All right, so you fix planes, and wow, that sounds very interesting. But also, do you, do you at times ever overthink? Like, while you're busy fixing aircrafts, then think, hmm, someone is going to fly a plane that I'm fixing? What if I make an error? Like, do you ever doubt yourself? Ish, this one. <laughs> you know, I used to overthink when I was in school, especially my second year, because first year we did the certificate theory and then second year we then did the on-job training. So that was my first, you know, first real physical experience with aircraft. Ah. There's what they call the Emmons Creed, whereby it's an oath. So you, whereby you, you, you swear, you make this oath and the content is just so serious. You know, you know that whatever that you're doing, the lives of the people that are going to board on that aircraft, from the crew to the passengers, it's in your hands. So you're not supposed to mess up. Then I was, I was... I was overpowered, I was submerged, you know, by the fear of failing. So whenever we faced a defect that I was supposed to be working on as part of the team that would be working on that, I would really overthink and it would really affect me. But with gaining experience, more and more knowledge, more and more skill, it then helped me to shape my attitude, knowing that at the end of the day, I am guided by the aircraft manuals. It's not like I have to think, 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 but I have a guideline. And at the end of the day, I've got my team, I've got my teammates, I'm not alone. Communication is key. We talk, we discuss, and then we act according to our decision 
in accordance with the manual. So with, with that experience, it helped me to relax a bit, to chill a bit. So now the over part of overthinking is off. I, I now only think when it's required for me to think because most of the stuff is actually in the manual. You just have to know where to find it. Because being a maintenance engineer, the job was already done by the manufacturer. He gives you the aircraft and the manual. So what you have to do is to follow the manual in order to maintain the aircraft. So yeah, I have I have gone through that phase of overthinking, but but now I'm okay. Um, I'm fine. <laughs> I do love your honesty, Noma, and yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for really being a good sport and um, like saying it is, it is. Like that's exactly the aim of this podcast, you know, um, to really tell it as it is, to be vulnerable, but also to be powerful. So is there enough knowledge in the community on how young children can also take up uh, careers in the aviation industry? And how do you also spread the word so women know that this is not just a prison for men? You know, some people don't have the actual knowledge on how to get to where you are, you as Noma are and other wonderful ladies. Oh, okay. Um, on this note, <laughs> I feel like in our community, the Zimbabwean community, we really haven't done justice on this note. We are still a bit behind. And I don't want to blame it on anyone or anything. However, I, I feel like we can do more. There's always room for improvement. I, I'm really sure we can do more with all that we have. I know of a few female pilots. Um, I'll mention just two. Captain Chipomatimba and Captain Chipogazi. This too, like they have been invited to various occasions and they have inspired young girls and boys to, you know, boys do need inspiration too. But looking at South Africa, Botswana, you know, there are actually organizations which focus on this and they are doing so well. You know, when, when people gather in numbers, the impact is, is more, it's huge as compared to the effort of an individual. So I really feel like us here in Zimbabwe, we can do more. However, personally, as you said, how do I also spread the word so that women know that this is not just a preserve for men? Personally, I have only managed to inspire and educate those that I meet. I haven't really reached out and the main reason is I'm still on a journey in my career life. I'm yet to achieve what I want. So probably I've undermined myself and told myself that you are not yet in a position to reach out and inspire. 
so i've kind of i've kind of reserved myself <laughs> yeah i've kind of reserved myself but my my plan is when my movement is now stable i i want to provide a platform for those who have made it in the aviation industry be it pilots engineers flight dispatchers those in the ground handling services to mention just a few i will provide a platform for them to inspire young boys and young girls you know because i think that's the best i can do right now uh, until i myself you know when i when i get where i want to to be then i can be able to stand before people and start inspiring them so yeah may god help us <laughs> all right so some people say for for somebody to make it you need a mentor in your life or role models do you have people that you look up to and say uh-huh uh-huh these inspire me yes i do have role models so far i've got three the first role model is my mother i love my mother and she has raised me she has groomed me into the young lady that i am now i have learned a lot from her she has mentored me so much and you know literally every every good thing that people admire about me today I actually owe it to my mother. I wouldn't have been the Norma that you know now without the kind of mother that God blessed me with. So then she is my role model because all that she has done for me, I also desire to do it for my children and even better. She has actually taught me that she is more like a Dayton and I can only do better. than what she has done. And my second role model is Priyanka Chopra Jonas. And it's mainly on her humanitarian side. I love her influence. And I love how regardless of her influence, she still makes time to serve humanity. I'm so inspired by her. She's such a good soul. And my third and last role model as for now is Captain Chipomatimba and that would be career wise she's a pilot. So she is my role model in terms of my aspiration to be a pilot and she has been mentoring me very well. Um Noma so what are your dreams like and what can we look forward to in the Noma Files of life I know you are an inspired woman who does a lot of things so what can like the audience look forward to in any projects that you have any upcoming projects Okay so most of the dreams well they're not many like many many no but i think i had mentioned them 
because this came as part of other questions. And what you can look forward to in the normal files of life. Well, all that I mentioned that I want to do or I aspire to be, you can look forward to that. But also, let me, let me just say this. In as much as I'm in love with my career, I'm in love with hustling, entrepreneurship, money, achievements and all. I also aspire to be someone's wife, someone's mother. I'm looking forward to that day that I'm going to be found by that man that is going to be my husband and the father of my children. I'm looking forward to that day that I'm going to say yes to him, that we're going to get married. So I don't want to get carried away in all the other things, in all the achievements, you know, um, serving people, forgetting that I myself, I have, it's not being selfish, you know, self-care in terms of what I desire personally. So I aspire to be a family woman and I'm patiently waiting and I'm very expectant, you know. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that, that time that I'm going to have my family, my kids, how I'm going to give birth to them, you know, the labor experience. I always hear it from others. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I know, I know they say it's painful, but here's I have to go through it. I'm also looking forward to how I'm going to raise my, my children. The same way my mother raised me, but it can only be better, as she has always said to me. So, yeah, you can also look forward to me changing my surname. But I don't know when, you know. But anyway, God's timing is the best. I'm in no rush. <laughs> Oh, it's been a joy. It's been a joy to have you here, Noma. And I know this has really inspired a lot of people. Keep up the good work and may you achieve all your dreams. Thank you for being a great sport and thank you for agreeing to talk to our to our listeners on this podcast. I am that woman, the business story. Oh, sympathy. <laughs> Thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm really grateful. And I really had a good time. I'm so happy. I hope someone out there has been inspired. And thank you so much for the warm wishes. I'll keep up with the good work. And yes, I will do my best. God willing, God allowing, I will achieve my dreams. Thank you so much. It's been great. Thank you very much for tuning in to our podcast. I am that woman, the business story. And thank you very much for supporting our guest, Noma, the aviation lady. And she has taught us a lot of, uh, about this industry. And for those people that um, who really would love to get into this industry, please don't hesitate to really get in touch with us on our Facebook pages, on our Twitter handles. And don't even hesitate to look us up so that you can get inspired or mentored by 
different guests that come here on our podcast and until next time please just keep it real keep on spreading the word comment feedback and remember to take care of each other these are dangerous times until next week stay safe